Yo, what's up everybody? It's your boy A.L. Newton and you're tuned in to another episode of A New Perspective. I'm so glad that you started your week off or found time in your week to listen to the old perspective. And man, is it a loaded, bloated, loaded, loaded, loaded show um, tonight. I, I feel like past few nights, uh, past few weeks have kind of been you had decent content, but it was like, what is going on in the world to give my perspective on? And this week has been off the chain. I want to start here. Well, I, I, want to, I want to start here. You can be great at something and still be horrible. Two things can be true at once. I've had, uh, and I don't mind saying this, because if if you were a part of our wedding celebration, you you know that it's part of the, the theme song. But I've had my share of lovers, some of them damn good, and they be horrible people. I've worked for jobs who have paid great money, but have been horrible employers. I have hired great people and been a horrible boss. Two things can be true at one time. You can be full and hungry at the same time. You can be bored and not want to be bothered at the same time. Life is like needing prescription glasses. Some of us don't need them and life is pretty great. And some of us need different lenses, different uh, contacts, bifocals, trifocals to see. That being said, I can say that Kanye West is a musical genius. From the first time I heard when it all falls down, I have been a Kanye fan. Uh, um, his his college dropout album was was one of the few CDs that I owned that did not come from the Bootleg Man. I appreciate the musical genius that is Kanye West. Kanye West is an absolute horrible, uh, maybe he's not a horrible person. Kanye West is a completely delusional person. And I said um, on one of these podcasts, one of these episodes, um, after I watched his documentary about him, da da da, and him being a musical genius, and that um, he he was a musical genius and that he should be applauded for that and whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, whoop-de-whoop-de-wah. And I blamed it. I was in that pool of persons, that pool of individuals who blamed it on the loss of his mother, which I think is still true, real, right, and relevant. However, Kanye has continuously showed us that something is wrong 
And I'm not saying that because sometimes he has um, views and opinions different from me. I, 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 I cannot be mad or call somebody deranged or delusional just because we don't see life the same way. But Kanye has consistently shown us that um, I don't want to say that he needs counseling because he might be getting counseling. I won't. I, I don't. I don't want to talk about his mental health too detrimentally because we we all, whether we want to admit it or not, have some mental illness. But Kanye needs a strong black woman period um and it's gotten progressive it was it was on a scale even you watch this documentary the Kanye now is not who the camera followed for years it, the, the 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 George Bush doesn't care about black people thing okay yeah Marion Kim K after everybody was like, hey, Kanye, what are you doing? Going off on Jay-Z at a concert because him and Beyonce didn't come to your wedding. When Beyonce made it clear from the jump, hey, I don't like this lady. Allegedly. I don't know any of the parties involved, obviously. Being a Kardashian... very public uh, beefs and black people slavery was a choice and meeting with President Trump to I don't know what you were trying to promote on multiple occasions to now this white lives matter t-shirt yeah to know me is to know that i uh <laughs> i almost said something really stupid i was about to say i can't be racist i got white friends and i was like oh wait i can't say that to know me is to know that i am a diverse uh seeing and hearing and feeling of people but the white lives matter or any type of thing when we say at in my opinion at this point blank lives matter other than black lives matter denigrate and takes away from what the black life matter movement is and to do it on a stage where the world is watching in a place who has some extreme race issues going on next to a woman and if you notice if you listen to this show for the past over three years you'll know that very very rarely do I speak ill of women especially African American women because I believe black women are magic. But to do it next to Candace Owens, 
who is the biggest self-hating person, period. The Candace Owens that called the NAACP to fight a case for her because she felt discriminated against as a black woman to turn around and y'all two jackasses to pander to a crowd that eventually gets you on Tucker Carlson who says some of the there's there's nothing wrong with conservative views uh, not every liberal view is right I try to try to drive that road pretty in the middle of the road unless it's something serious but Tucker Carlson Carlson is one of the most suspect Neanderthals on television and that's who you go talk about it for and if you listen to the interview which I will not go listen in full judge me the snippets I have heard Kanye ain't even cohesive Kanye need a hug I'm, I'm thankful I know my mama got another 40-50 years in the old Tankarooski but if something were to happen to her I'm so happy I got aunties a lot of them biological and social that would wrap their arms around me if I was losing my I'm so happy that I can walk in the room and my wife can look me in the eyes and while she is not my mama she can give me a look of motherly endurance Kanye needs that And, and we, we need to be able to admit when we need that. White, black, red, do we need that just motherly moment? And so many of us miss that motherly moment. One, because either our mothers are gone. Or two, because we think that it's just not masculine to go love on mama. Or have an auntie just come hug you and tell you, baby, now you know you're tripping. I want AB to get a hug from one of his aunties or from his mama. Dear black man, you cannot, dear man, period. You cannot go in a public pool, pull your wee-wee out, and be tossing around no white woman in no pool. Then after Tom Brady, on more than one stop, gave you a place to live, after on more than one stop, he made sure that you got a job with the Patriots and with the and with the Buccaneers and got you a Super Bowl ring because you didn't get the throws and said it was Gronk, whatever, this, that, and the third. I never heard of Gronk live in his house. Never heard him defending Gronk's actions publicly. You share a meme of a book called Daddy Doesn't Live Here Anymore with Tom and Giselle's face on it? This self-destruction is wild. I couldn't imagine being rich. I just couldn't. I'm one of the people that cannot lie. The money would change me. I would be a brand new Negro. 
It just would be. But I also would be terrified of having nobody around that could tell me I was going too fast. Have nobody around that could tell me, hey, you know what? You need to reevaluate this. And with these two brothers, that's just what it looks like. That was that's what it feels like. Speaking of AB and, and Tom Brady, let's talk about it. There were a lot of celebrities that announced divorces or talking to divorced lawyers. And 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 the Twitter world went crazy about oh, these people in this marriage and this relationship doesn't matter. The decision to get married is hard, in my opinion. I ain't never been divorced. Have no intentions of getting divorced. Nicole would have to kill me before I gave her a divorce rate. But a staggering 50% of all marriages in the United States of America end in divorce or separation. Marriage is not easy. And in America, we fail the test. I think that happens because expectations change, people change. If you and your person aren't changing together and you consistently just expect it to be like it always was, then you're setting yourself up for failure. Marriage, parenthood, and home ownership are the only things that people really intend to do for 30, 40, 50 years. But just like just like the appliances in your home, I'll be damned if 30 years from now, I still have the same television I got. 94, or sorry, 84 inches or whatever it is in there. It might be 92. I don't think it's 92. It might be 84. It should be the small TV in 30, 40 years. I'll still use a looking device for entertainment. And and I think we don't discuss how easy it is to get stagnant because you don't get stagnant in your conversations. If you don't ever go anywhere, do anything together, then you're always talking about the same stuff. Stagnant in your money. If you don't ever really talk about it, if it doesn't ever really grow. Stagnant in your sex life. If you know all it takes is two lick and a flick to be done and don't ever try anything different. Stagnant in our friend sets. Like you can have some of the friends for 30, 40 years in the marriage. Yeah, you can. But you should also have met new people. And I think a lot of people think that marriage is just this perfect cookie cutter thing that happens ask me ask me year 26 of marriage how I feel about it because then I would have been married longer than I've been alive and and there there are moments when I have those conversations with people myself included there are moments that 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 my wife and I had some real tough conversations 
But that's part of the growth in it. And if you don't ever have those conversations, if you don't ever check in mentally, hey, just dump it, we won't pick any of it up from it. If you're in a marriage and you've never made a sacrifice, a real one, if you're always comparing to what the next people do, we were watching Martin. Um, we were watching Martin the other day and uh, it was the episode where the couple invited them over and they didn't know they were swingers and Gina didn't show up and the TV camera was following Martin. And I was like, you know, I don't know what I would have done in that situation if somebody invited us to a swing party. And Nicole, you know, I should have done you. And be walking away from And I wasn't even thinking from that aspect. Because I could never share mine. Somebody was sharing there. You know, you'd have caught young me then, yeah. But I ain't, yeah, I ain't, yeah. Mm. But that's not what I meant. I said, well, but what if they didn't know? What if you didn't pick up on it or you didn't give the wrong response? And would you publicly shame them? Or how would they look at you thinking that they, you know, had a another partner and you go in and it's not your thing and now there's embarrassment or other people there it's like I just don't know what my reaction would be it's a great conversation to have people are people are uh bold I tell her that all the time <laughs> some stories I shouldn't tell but but we've been out and people were like hey women were like hey you think your wife would, you know, and it's like, <laughs> not that woman. That woman to shoot you and, and shoot me for even letting you go ask. You got to have tough conversations. And sometimes in the tough conversations, you realize that the best thing that's for you is to walk away. And you can't be afraid to walk away because of what somebody else might ridicule and do. Not every marriage is the same. The the that that, that expectation, I mean, I I don't get it. Like that's not that's not ever the plan. Never. We we talked about it. That was one of the things we really had to hash out. We hashed that. We had to hash out the hyphenated thing name too. But I just, I remember that. I told her I, I just remember that pain I felt. I can remember where I was. I can remember crying my eyes out for four or five hours till my mama finally came and got me out of the car and picked me up and put me in the bed. I I I couldn't do that, especially if there were children involved. I'd just be miserable, and we we just cheat in peace. Hell, it wouldn't even be cheating at that point, but I'm not doing that. But in the conversation, is that the sanctity of marriage? Marriage is, marriage is a, in, in America is a legally binding document. I got a whole nother spiel about if we, the, the, the motives behind why we marry. But you don't know what, what, Giselle and Tom Brady are some of the richest people in America. Money didn't fix it. And nothing replaces time spent. Speaking of time spent, 
Um, same way marriages sometimes aren't, and they aren't always perfect. Neither are teammates. Uh, I had to apologize to one of my fellow coaches for <laughs> the way I may or may not have behaved on the sideline of a game on Thursday. Because just because you spend a lot of time with people doesn't mean you don't argue. It doesn't mean sometimes you don't say things that you shouldn't have said. And this Draymond Green versus Jordan Poole, the two NBA players for the uh, Washington Wizards, I'm sorry, the Golden State Warriors, fighting in practice, and Draymond hit him. I don't think it was a sucker punch. I think we got Draymond wrong. I think everybody has set up here and done this talk of, oh, Draymond Green so soft. Draymond Green is such a punk. Draymond Green just talks. The real deal, he really ain't had nobody put their hands on him yet. And the first person that I can remember now seeing put their hands on Draymond Green went to sleep. Stop playing with people. Just because you don't think or you ain't never seen or you don't know, not everything's supposed to be played with. Not everything is supposed to be touched. Some of y'all be touching hot stoves and get mad when you burn. And I think the thing that stood out the much the biggest to me about the Draymond thing, and I tweeted it, was the fact that none of his teammates, none of their teammates tried to break it up. Which lets me know that that had probably been going on for a minute. I have been a part of camp fights. I have seen camp fights. Most of the time, if both people are wrong or both people are overreacting, teammates jump in, whoa, 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 hey, bro, y'all brothers, hey, bro, don't. The stars looked at them carrying on. That tells me there's more to the story than we know. Oh, Draymond is just, I've, I've been on the Draymond Green is a first ballot Hall of Famer train. Don't care what the stats were. One night I was well with some with some buddies, and they were, and I said, made that comment, they were, pull up his stats. And I was like, his stats are better than Dennis Rodman's, and Dennis Rodman's in the thing. And him and Dennis Rodman played the same role on great teams. If not, Draymond's role was greater because he was the facilitator of the offense. He's a famer. You, you don't get to talk to famers any kind of way. Talking to people any kind of way seems to be a trend here lately. And I don't know what's going on. I, my, my, my biggest quarrel, biggest quarrel, my biggest issue with then-candidate Donald Trump, and I said this, and I'm sure that it can be found where I said this, is the can of worms, essentially, that he would open for other people who didn't have his money to just be stupid. Tommy Tuberville recruited African-American people to a school in Alabama, African-American men. He held the future of African-American men in their hands. And then to come out and say that reparations, which I, I don't know if I support reparations. I, I support a form of reparations. I, I support a form of reinvestment. And if they want to give me X amount of thousand dollars because they're never going to give me the worth of those beautiful black souls who were 
thrown in the ocean or jumped off the boat or were lynched and or were killed or were shot prematurely or was accused of looking at the wrong person the wrong way. I, I don't know how you're going to total up their life, their life value. I don't know how you total up the real 30, 40 year damage done by putting inadequate schools in, in African-American communities or destroying certain black entities that function in a way to undergird the African-American community. I don't know how you place a value on that. And uh, realistically, if you did, you'd probably have to look at the value of America and find a percentage of that worth going back to the time the first African-American person uh, stepped foot on the shores of the United States of America. But to say, for Tommy Toverville to say that black people uh, are, <laughs> uh, what did he say? He didn't say black people. Let me not put words in his mouth. The people that want reparations are people that think that the person who started the trouble is also the victim. How in the hell did slaves from the Dominican and for Haiti and Jamaica and the Bahamas and um, Barbados and African American people from uh, all across the Caribbean and all over the beautiful countries of Africa how, how then did they get here if, if they're the bad guy like that's wild to me to even say and say it confidently we let politicians play in our face the fact that every member of the Republican every United States Congress member or maybe not let me not say it like that 16 of the United States Congress people from the state of Florida voted no on relief money for Hurricane Ian we let politicians play in our face and I don't care what side of the aisle you are nobody's going to check Tommy Tuberville on this and, and President Trump is still the, the leading person to get the Republican nomination now very rarely does national politics directly affect us but we mimic those behaviors and because we mimic those behaviors, we see seeing that in society. We mimic the leader. That's why in most places of employment, you can always tell a good leader, not a not a good manager or a good boss, because you could be a good one of those and get it by hellfire and brimstone. But a good leader, it's hard to come by. A good leader just doesn't want to play in your face. I don't live in the state of Georgia, love the state of Georgia, but I don't live there. Herschel Walker playing in these people's face. Art is a perfect representation of why men shouldn't have any control over women's reproductive rights. Herschel Walker is set up here and lied and lied and lied to people about what his views were, things he's done. Oh, father should be in their son's life. Oh, pop, hey, dad, you know about me and you don't have nothing to do with me. There should be no abortion with zero exemptions. 
oh, by the way, here are the receipts from where you pay for your abortion from your mistress. Playing in our face. Speaking of politicians, I thought old, old Joe Biden was done. thought there was a massive red wave I couldn't figure out how he was going to garner certain votes and these past few months for the president have been great although I said that and the other day I, I made the comment that gas because gas was two ninety seven. was talking about how it was under three dollars or something something and now it's back to three thirty nine. so let me knock on wood when I say this these past few months Joe has been showing y'all he's who he elected do you know how huge it is to pardon every federal criminal or every federal inmate that's locked up for possession of small marijuana and they ought to be giving some money because now in, in a lot of states you can walk into a little dispensary with your little card get what you want get the flour get the pen get the edible get the oils get the this get the that some of these places are so discreet, you don't even got to go in. You just go through the drive-thru. Now it is as easy as going to McDonald's. Free those people who are in jail for marijuana sales. Think about how much safer right now. Even if they come out, they're not going to be able just to pick up work. I think anybody that smokes weed that is buying it off the street now is stupid. If you if if you if you're a weed smoker and you listen to this podcast and you buy street weed, you're dumb. Obtaining a medical marijuana license is way too easy. Being able to buy it from safe suppliers, not laced with anything. And I get, I get it. They never lock them up. Those are black empires and black businesses, and most of the cannibals, animal owning people are white. I get that. Oh well. Deserve a little reparation for that, ain't gonna lie. But oh damn well. Here's the last oh damn well. And people playing in your faces and two things being true at once. When I used to uh lobby in Tallahassee for funds for for an organization I was with, someone told me I walked in with a garnet and gold uh pen or a tie or something and they're like are you currently a student at UF I said, or FSU I said no they said did you graduate from FSU I was like no and they were like you need to take that pen off because the capital might be in Tallahassee but the 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 capital of Florida might be in Tallahassee but the US capital is purple or is, is orange and blue For the University of Florida, which gets more money in the state of Florida from any than any public school. I, I was meeting there at one point. This fun fact, they offered me a scholarship to become be the Gator, and I should have probably went. But anyway, I was I was in a meeting there and the student government's budget for entertainment is like twelve million dollars. Or something ridiculous. For them to have Ben Sass as a finalist, the lead finalist, 
the United States senator from Nebraska? How do you even convince him to apply for that job? And his questions are already always real middle of the road, but he still votes hard, 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 hard right. To hire that man as the president of a school that has a diversity issue. Walk, walk on UF's campus. And I, I, I've known some beautiful chocolate women from UF. It wasn't the same time, but, but, but my wife is degreed from UF. I know beautiful chocolate people go there. But if you walk on their campus, it's hard to find African-Americans. Now, back in my club days, people came out because the Gators were good. The Gators were black. The female athletes on the were, were black, fine women they were. But you're really hard pressed to just see like just a, a, a conglomerate of African Americans at UF and you hire somebody who really aligns themselves up not with great diversity. That's weird. It's just weird. You wanna know what's not weird? The fact that I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Peace.